Welcome back, friends, to the show that is all about friendship and connection. If you're new to Girls Just Want to Tell Stories, welcome. We are so happy you're here. Maybe you found us through Facebook or Instagram, or maybe it was Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or maybe a friend recommended this podcast to you. However it is you found us, thank you for being here today. We would love to have you subscribe so you never miss an episode or a story. It's May 18th, 2021, and this is Girls Just Want to Tell Stories, episode 12. You're invited to join me and my longtime BFF, Katie Walters, as we share with you stories about friendships that break up and how to move forward. I'm Janine Lombardi, and this is Girls Just Want to Tell Stories. Welcome back, friends. It's been a while. It always feels like a long time for us, even though it's what only a month since I our know. last. I know since our last episode, but today here we are, episode twelve. Woo-hoo! We're going to talk about when a friendship breaks up. Yeah, when you break bites up with dust. a friend, <laughs> bites the dust. <laughs> um, you know, so maybe some some signs that friendships on the rocks, and you need for you know. Get, get some space or maybe a breakup. Um, you feel like you're giving more than you're getting. Mm-hmm. And I don't always like to feel like, oh, if I'm going to give something, I need the same back in return. But, you know, after a while, if you're the one that's always calling, reaching out, whatever, and they're not reciprocating, you may start to think that that friendship might be wrapping itself up a little bit. Yeah. Or, um, you know, if you don't like, I like this one, you don't like yourself when you're with them. Maybe you drink too much. Maybe you're feeling gossipy. Maybe you're more passive aggressive than normal. Those might be signs that this person may not be bringing out the best in you. Well, I think it's interesting, you know, maybe all friendships aren't meant to last for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And yes, and if we, we enter into it, kind of assuming that's going to be the case with every person we ever become friends with, that would be a lot to manage. That just would be a lot of time to, it's a lot of birthday cards, right? (laughs) But I, but I I didn't think about it like that, but yes, you're right. Some of our longer term friendships, you know, they have these seasons where, you know, maybe someone has an illness and, and so they can't give to the friendship what they did and you're giving a lot extra, but, but that, then they get better and it shifts. And so in long-term friendships, I, I think, you know, there, there sometimes are these waves of, of connection and disconnection that happen, but they, there's not maybe necessarily a break, but in other cases, um, you know, and, and sometimes there's serious business that happens, right. That causes you to go like, yeah, that person did something I, you know, very Ill, illegal, unethical, <laughs> Their moral compass does not match your own. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and I think for sure when we're younger and forming all of these beliefs and values, you know, as we age, we might just change from the person that we were when we met somebody and, and, and those things might not align and might not make for a good relationship, right. Which is what this is a platonic relationship versus a romantic relationship, Um, and we just, I think we try to apply a lot of the things that we think about romantic relationships in some ways to these friendships and, and, and there really are some different set of rules and we don't talk about it very much, which is why we're going to talk about it today, which I'm excited about. Well, and we both pride ourselves on really not having had breakups with people or 
I mean, I, I'd like to think that we're both pretty easygoing and we just may basically accept people for, you know, who they are and what they are. And it's interesting for me, the breakups, if you will, have sort of been just by moving away. You know, we, we left California and went to Montana and I had said in previous episodes, I really had no expectation of making these great friendships in Montana because we know we're new and we're kind of still raising the kids. And I actually really was lucky. There was a couple of gals that I ended up feeling um, particularly close to, especially one. And it's going to sound funny, but it was kind of like this love affair. Like I loved this girl. I loved spending time with her. She was funny. I mean, she really just completed me. We just, it was easy. We had such a fun time together. And when we left Montana, seriously, it felt like a breakup. I mean, I was crushed. I cried. I was lonely. I missed her. I mean, it was really hard for me. And I think she was a little bit upset with me for leaving, for leaving. Mm, Yeah. And we're still friends now, but it's just different. It's not the same because we're not hanging out and going shopping and going to lunch together. But that one for me, because it happened, you know, what, just six years ago, because that's as long as we've been here now. It really, really felt like what maybe you would feel like in a romantic breakup. I mean, Mm -hmm. I just really felt like a part of me was just torn away and it was by my choice because we moved. Right. But that one really particularly sticks out. And it wasn't because somebody did something or was devious, but just by leaving it or, you know, you know, moving to another, another location and you're not around that person anymore. Well, it's loss, right? It's grief. Yes, it is. You feel maybe even angry and you feel sad and you feel, you know, heartbroken. I mean, it, you know, you, we've talked about it before, like tell your friends that you love them, tell your friends how you feel about them. Those feelings are, are, are real. And, and when it ends and something changes in a, or shifts in a big way like that, it's not surprising that, that you would have been really shaken up by that and impacted. Right. Oh, like, yeah. It was, it was devastating. Yeah, it really was. But you know, we were talking before taping, mm-hmm. and your story, what you said to me, was very impactful about a friendship that you didn't really break up with. But right. I, go into detail about that because I yeah, think it's important. I was laughing. So there, there's a an article that we were researching for this episode in Time Magazine, and and they talked about the dissolution of a relationship. It sounds like a, a legal, you know, thing. <laughs> the uncoupling. Um, the uncoupling, exactly. <laughs> when I, when uh, I was doing my own notes on this, I was thinking about friends that kind of just had gradually faded away, right? Where you, where I, I did kind of consciously step back and out of the friendship, not because they did you know, there was a betrayal or something super negative like that, but, but there were, there are times in our lives when we are friends with people that maybe it's a time from our life, a chapter we want to close and move on from. And that person is so associated. And if, and if there are friendship, it includes every chapter, right? So right. You know, it includes the chapters that I, you know, don't want to dwell in too much. It includes great points in our lives. So it can weather these things, but for this particular friendship, um, it, it was rooted in a time and all of our shared memories and shared things that we did um, were at a time that, you know, at this point I've moved on from. And um, and so it makes it hard. And it's not like I don't like the person anymore. Um, but for me, it, it's kind of one of those letting go and, and what's healthier for me 
was right. to not be reminded. And that, but what is interesting, part of what helped us kind of think about this topic as an, an important one was an article, another article in the LA Times about where the gal had described um, her friend, like sat her down and said to her, like, look, I'm just not getting what I need from you out of this friendship. And we don't do that. Like, and I, and I sometimes do think about if I really sat down with this person and said, can, can we not kind of go back to these conversations or right. these, you know, remember when this happened, remember when that happened, that maybe we could move forward, but just kind of at this point, just kind of letting it lie and letting it be yeah. and kind of fading in. And, and, you know, if, if something happened and she called, I certainly would take her call and again, wish good things for her and her family right. and all those sorts of things. Well, it's sort of like my friendship too. It's more of a proximity friendship, right? You were yeah. friends because of the proximity to yeah. her that you don't have yeah. anymore. Well, and, you know, we talked about how funny this whole Facebook unfriending thing, because yeah. we're friends with people on Facebook that we know from maybe our past or different chapters of our life that perhaps we really wouldn't be friends with anymore. Like you're not going to call them up and have a drink with them or a lunch date. And so for me recently, there was a gal and she's just always everything super extra over the top, which is a little annoying in itself. Mm -hmm. But she posted something that kind of struck a chord with me. It was, you know, there was personal things involved that I thought, you know what, I don't need to be your friend anymore on Facebook. And because mm -hmm. I never see you in real life anyway. So yeah. what what's the, you know, what's the cord that's holding us together? Nothing. But it's hard for me to like unfriend people. I feel yeah. like, I, I don't know, like I'm being the mean girl or something, right. but it's right. very liberating. It was very liberating. Yeah. So I was glad that I, you know, took that moment, but, but kind of back to your point about sitting down with someone and saying, you know, I'm not getting what I need. I think that that's important if that relationship is important enough that you want it to continue. Cause I think a lot right. of times we just let things, we just let the space kind of come between us to where you're not, you know, interacting with that yeah. person anymore. Yeah. So that's a good point. What's intentional. So there's this intentional, like you might have a blowout with somebody, a big argument. I don't ever want to see you again. Right. Sure. Uh, but in a lot of cases, it's this, you stop calling, you stop reaching out. Um, and, and, you know, we've talked about, you know, there are those people that you cannot see or talk to for four years and they call and it's like you saw them yesterday. So there's mm -hmm. those sorts of relationships as well. But, but a lot of it is, it's just, you know, I do think, and we talked about it before, proximity does have a lot to do with it. I was thinking back to my core of college roommates um, and all the people that I, you know, interacted with in, in college. And at the end of the day, here we are 30 plus years later, yay. <laughs> you know, I'm really not, I mean, you know, I'm friends on Facebook with a few of them and, and cheering them on from afar and all of that. But, you know, don't make the effort to try to squeeze in a visit when I go to you know, if I'm in the same town that they are in or whatever, one of the gals in particular, and she lives very far away as well. But whenever she's here in California, we, 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 we find each other, you know, and uh, the mm -hmm. last time you, she was, um, happened to be here on my 50th birthday, my birthday falls during a holiday season. So she was here for like, you know, a couple of weeks of the holidays. And so it was really fun because she came down to the beach and to the party and got to see her. And, you know, I, I, a lot of it is choice. Like we've just, I've just chosen to kind of continue to invest time in, into that friendship, even though it's pretty infrequent that we talk and communicate and even see each other maybe every three or four years kind of. And uh, another time when she was out not too long ago, we actually went back up to Santa Barbara. Her, it was her sister's birthday and her sister also went there. And so we went up and went on campus and we went like 
poking our head in the dorm where we met and, you know, looking in there. And, and we went, this is so funny. We went to our first apartment that we got after we moved out of the dorm and someone was there, like the door was open. So we walk up and a locksmith was changing the lock and we're like, Hey, can we come in? Can we live here? Like 30 years ago, right? We lived here. Can we come in? And he's like, whatever, you know, we were totally trespassing. Like the people who <laughs> renters, they weren't there. We we're poking all around the room. And, you know, it was a bunch of guys at a bunch of like Bob Marley kind of stuff hanging up all over. And, but it was really fun. And those memories that were anchored in a good place, that was really fun to kind of revisit and, and and live again, so to speak. Well, one of the things too, like when looking at these reasons to break up a friendship or, or I would prefer, I guess, to say, just put more space between the yeah. times that you spend with somebody. Cause you know, unless, unless there's a huge betrayal or some really big business that you would say, I cannot be friends with you anymore. I think yeah. for both of us, that really has never been the case, which I I think we're very lucky, but right. you know, there's certain people that maybe you have a date planned with to go out and do something. And if they cancel, you're like, woohoo, didn't really want to go out with them anyway. That might be a sign. And, you know, for me, I, I feel this, I felt this a couple of times where I just feel like I can't really be my authentic self. I have mm-hmm. to kind of hold back a little bit and maybe choose my words a little more carefully. I mean, are those really relationships that we want to put our time and energy into? Mm, perhaps not, but you know, those are all things for, you know, our listeners to think about in the relationships that they have with people. Right. Because it's like, um, I used to, I kind of t- will teach on this topic of energy management and, and I'll talk about energy zappers, right? Like people yes. who just suck the energy out of you and vampires. They, yeah. And that is a good signal that you should listen to perhaps about if, yeah, if you make plans and you're happy when they're broken and if, if, and if you're just left feeling kind of spent after having time with that person, we were talking about, you know, the last couple of years, the um, kind of the, the political, you know, environment that we're all in and the divisiveness mm-hmm. um, that we've seen in people or, or we're learning about people it's shown up in ways that we weren't maybe aware of in the past. And now there's this, sometimes it's like the elephant in the room in the friendship, right? It's like, yes. wow, our ideologies are not lining up or your, the ideologies of this other person as they're expressing them are so extreme. Even if you're have high value in that friendship, it, it maybe is getting harder and harder to, kind of maintain it or to create, you know, the boundaries of like, okay, well, if if we just don't go there, you know, can I still enjoy this person's company and time and that sort of thing? But it takes a lot of energy again. And, you know, and I've really tried to be, and I think this is probably part of our nature and which is why maybe we haven't had some of these extreme breakups ourselves, but, you know, try to be open-minded to, and know that, yeah, Hey, everybody's entitled to their opinion um, and be open to that. But at a certain point, you know, it can be, it can be, hasn't been for us quite yet, but it can be the cause of, of maybe stepping out and stepping away from a friendship. Or like you said, I like that giving some space um, because there's just too much tension, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. And sometimes they don't, they don't know it. They don't rec- they can't read the room, if you will. Yeah. Um, and I have another kind of situation where it was, you know, grouping of, of friends and the one friend just became a little bit more dominant with her opinion mm-hmm. about things. And, you know, her perspective was just different than ours. And um, we struggled a little bit, but 
I found, because I enjoyed her for the most part, but there were certain things where you're just like, oh, geez, you know. So I allowed more space in between phone calls and in between visits. And I don't know if she noticed. I mean, maybe, perhaps. We never talked about it. I never sat down with her and said, look, this is these are the things. I, I have a hard time with confrontation. I'll admit yeah. it. So I'd yeah. rather just like yeah. ignore and just move on. Because there were things about this person that I enjoyed. But yeah. But the space, allowing more space, because, you know, maybe here's the other thing. Maybe there are people that you don't necessarily want a complete break from, but you need a temporary break from. And that's okay, too. Yeah, that's okay, too. Well, and and we've got I've got some examples in my um, own kind of realm, not me personally, but, you know, where there was maybe a a pretty big event that happened in a friendship that caused a definite break. But then over time, and time being years, there was another significant event that actually brought the friendship back together. Um, And, you know, and the friendship looked different the second time, but it was rekindled ultimately um, over a big, you know, another big life event where the person felt like I can't not reach out to this person. Something horrible has happened and I'm going to reach out and, and and then they were able to find each other in terms of their, you know, shared interests and those things that really had drawn them together as friends in the first place. And then they still had the, the history beyond the one incident or the beyond the kind of, you know, trigger, you know, I guess maybe that's a good point. Sometimes there's it a is, trigger yes. for, for this to happen. And so, so it may be that someone that you've created that space or, 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 or spending time apart from it in terms of friendship, you, you never know, maybe years later, you might come back to embrace that person as a friend. One of the things that they were talking about in that time article was the fact that people don't talk about breaking up with their friends. Like they, Hey man, if you're breaking up with a boyfriend, you are chatting to everybody yeah, about that's it, right. but we don't talk about it because right. it's actually an element of shame that people feel like, I must be a bad person or a bad friend if I can't make a friendship work. There's this associated Mm. shame Mm -hmm. sometimes that people carry, and I think probably unnecessarily, just because um, a friendship doesn't, you know, go forward forever and ever and ever, which again, that isn't a reasonable thing to expect. That's a good point. I'm glad you circled back to that because that is a good point that maybe there are certain times in our life when this person really feels the need. And then beyond that, you just kind of move on or go your separate ways. Yeah. And then, okay. So this is super interesting. Okay. So it's happening in a more deliberate way. Maybe something has happened or even, yeah. So let's just take, there's been some sort of event that the breakup is let's call it more eminent. There you go. It's kind of, what are the rules of engagement after the fact, right? Because generally you're not friends with somebody in isolation, right? They're probably friends in a circle of other friends Mm, that you might still be friends with, right? So, you know, so things like, are you still planning to communicate in certain contexts? Are you open to seeing each other in group setting if you have mutual friends? Like even that's where talking about it might need to be, might need to happen. Otherwise you get in this like, well, I'm not going to so-and-so's birthday. Yes. Um, You know, when they're, when those questions are left unanswered, you know, there's just can be awkward encounters or again, some of those weird times when you're like, oh my gosh, you know, and you're set out to have a good time and and now you're mad because you show up and this person's there and it's, it's set you off or whatever. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting too. Like, and I think that maybe almost never happens. I don't know. I can't, I mean, <laughs> I can't even think. I that. have one. Well, as you're saying that though, I do have one situation okay. from a group in Montana 
And this one person and I had a falling out. I, she was sort of my boss, so I don't know if she's going to listen and know, but she just wasn't very pleasant at the end and wasn't very nice. And, you know, maybe I wasn't the on my best behavior either, but another really close friend of mine was also friends with this person. And so when my friend would have a birthday party, this person would come. And my friend was very intentional and said to me, okay, I want to have a luncheon and so-and-so is going to be there. So how do you feel about that? So I really appreciated the fact she gave me the heads up and then I could make the choice. Right. And it turned out being fine because we were adults and we were mature and we could get through it. And, you know, it's not like she was my favorite person, but I didn't yeah. mind her company and especially yeah. in a group setting and knowing right. ahead of time that she was going to be there was yeah. helpful because then I could make the choice. Good. So hopefully that helps maybe some listeners that might find themselves in this space. And it, it makes me do think about, you know, whenever we haven't talked about yet is, is when a romantic relationship ends, right? So let's call it just a, even a divorce. Like I've had a divorce. That is a friend shakeup time that happens too, right? Mm-hmm. So yes, are the friends, sometimes the friends kind of choose camps. Sometimes the, you know, you were friends with maybe the wife of the friend of your exes. And so all right. So there's a lot of dan- dynamics that can happen in that situation. I have to say that for for mine, we managed that I, I think pretty well. Like I, I don't feel like I lost friends from that. You know, we a lot of we had been together a long time, twenty years. So the friendships that I had with people, even through my ex, were people that we still maintain. I mean, I think it says something about both of us also. But I, I was really glad because I think that would have been you know, it's such a difficult time to begin with. For sure. That would have made it so much harder if I felt like I'd lost a whole bunch of friends in that. And I can't speak for him and how he, he maybe felt, but you know, there, we still saw people separately. So even though you were losing, you know, part of a romantic friendship or relationship, Mm -hmm. you didn't have to lose friendships that were surrounding that, which is important. Yeah. Yeah. And I would imagine we know plenty of divorced people that that actually can be pretty prevalent. And it's interesting where people's loyalties lie and how that, how those choices are even made. Mm -hmm. Um, But they are sometimes, and that, that can be like a, a double whammy for somebody going through a, a hard time. It's good to keep in mind, if you have a friend going through divorce, you want to know what you can do for them. I mean, maybe you need to reach out even more, right, than you might would have normally. Right, right. So we encourage our listeners not to break up with their friends, <laughs> but sometimes you have to reevaluate. And that's just part of you know, being kind of truthful and honest to with yourself. And, and there's ways to do things with love and acceptance and kindness mm-hmm. and doesn't have to be mean. I mean, not speaking for every situation, because some situations maybe just call for a drag out and then you just move on. And, and um, I you tell, maybe we should end by you sharing um, the Instagram meme that you saw, yes. because I think that's yes. important. Yeah, it, it was, it's always so funny what, well, it's what your attention gets drawn to. So last night before we were recording today, I see this on Instagram and it, and it just said that, you know, even if, if we're not uh, in, in close touch anymore as friends, know that I am rooting you on and only wish happiness for you. So even if you are someone that Katie or I have been friends with, and it's been many, many years, maybe even since we've, we've talked, for the most part, that's just that gradual fading away and at more than an intentional, like we don't want to talk or see to that person. And so know that we're rooting you on and that 
looking back those memories, right? We can still find joy in a friendship that is no longer maybe active, right? Maybe it's not an active friendship, but we can still find joy and happiness in those memories and hope that you can too. All right, friends, there you have it. You can find us, Girls Just Want to Tell Stories, wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. We hope you'll join us on this journey and share it with anyone who might find friendship and community within these stories. Thank you for listening and thank you for being our friend. Thank you.